When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Unchained. It's a couple days late, Patrick Royce, but you're back from Washington, D.C. What's going on? I'm back from Washington, D.C. with a plan for you to get out of this work mode and get rich. I like it. Duck pin bowling lane. Okay. Duck pins. Yeah. I, My uh, son and I and, and his wife were looking for something to do yesterday that we hadn't done in D.C. So we've seen all the monuments, plus it was rain and buckets. Uh, and he said, you know, they got this bowling on the Maryland side, this weird bowling. I don't even know what the, the name is. Of course, Chris Long, as I told you yesterday, is a big expert on buck, duck pin because <laughs> he grew up on it in Maryland. Yep. But it's it's a three-and-a-half-pound ball, and it's ten pins that aren't quite as big as, uh, you know, regular pins. But it's... You know, and you get each frame. You get three instead of two, and you, but you, the balls are there, and you you know it moves about the same speed. But it's really hard to score it. But the kids, we walked in there, and they were having a camp, and you know, kids go bowling, and they give them a, you know, if they're lucky, they give them like a seven pound ball, right? Right. And they throw it in the gutter, and they got the guards on and stuff. <laughs> These kids are having the time of their life. We got to get a duck pin lane, man. Make it, we'll have every birthday party in uh, the Twin Cities. Really? Yeah, it's great. So duck pin bowling and pizza, and we've got this thing nailed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I you know I whined about hurting my knee in December when I fell down a couple of steps at home. I re-injured myself trying to bend over to duck pin, but uh, but it was it's the way to go. Duck pin way better than regular bowling. I thought you couldn't bend. You said because you have to. Well. I mean, you got to still try to bend your legs, you know, a little bit. You know, you got. I can't bend over the waist, so uh, <laughs> so anyway, duck pin. That's the way to go, man. Okay, duck pin, and you got to be much more accurate. You uh, the ball, you, you don't get that little movement at the end that the ball, uh, the big old bowling ball, will accidentally hit the pocket and knock them all down. This thing. You hit the head pin, chops off two pins. There's eight of them sitting there, man. But kids like this. Side. But they like this. Oh, they, these kids were not. It was nuts. It was every lane. It was 16 lane. But this is an old-time lane, too, man. It was they still handy out the paper sheet to score with. And uh, uh, the, the, the pin setters are, I mean, it was just an old-time lane. And 
uh, down in the basement. And, of course, Long saw my stuff on Twitter. He knew exactly what lane I was talking about. In, I saw he suggested that. In Silver that. Springs, Maryland, White Oak. Yes, he's right. As you so said, anyway. he's an expert on, on all oh, things he's a, sports. He's so. unbelievable. He was the first guy I knew who basically made me aware that you know that Americans were trying to act like they'd adopted English Premier League mm-hmm. soccer teams. He was the first guy I know. Oh, oh, I'm what's I can't even. He's a he's a tot, tot man. He's yes. a tot. Yes, yeah, for no reason. For no reason. Just he thought oh, it was a his neat name because his friend was. Yeah. He, he's a fraud because he admits he hated uh, soccer. And, and his it, pal got him involved. And he and Wessel. Wessel's Chelsea. Yeah, I think Chelsea, right? He is Wessel Chelsea. gets very upset about Chelsea. I said, "What is wrong with you people? You, you know why he likes? The you team? don't really give a damn. What are you trying to pretend like you give a damn for? Do you know why Chelsea's Wessel's team? Because he had a crush on a girl in grade and school Chelsea. named Chelsea. Well, so now that, he's all that, mad when they lose. <laughs> Yeah, right. Frauds. And, of course, I adopted Swansea just because of Jack the dog used to save drunks. And he's there saying, you know, know, drunks would be down on the shore there. And when they were drowning, laying in the, you know, passed out laying in the water, legend has it, Jack the dog would drag him to safety. And there's a big... There's a big statue of Jack the dog on the port down there. And I thought, and he's kind of the mascot of the... Swansea's? Sure. So that's why I adopted them because any you know you gotta like a team where the they are honoring a dog that used to save drunks, right? So absolutely. Anyway. So yeah. your your reasoning actually is far more sincere <laughs> than uh, than Wessel or Long. Yes, that's true. Uh, while we're at it, we might as well talk about uh, U.S. women's soccer. Okay. Uh, congratulations! I love Megan Rapinoe because she's a fantastic bleep disturber, you know, and she's an agitator and all this stuff. But somehow we're trying to frame them as underdogs because they don't get paid as much. And, boy, they went on and took, took on the world. In 1998, when Brandy Chastain took her clothes off and they won the first one, uh, second ever Women's World Cup, right? First one, the third one? Okay. But nobody else played. Mm-hmm. It was somebody sent me a thing. It was illegal until the 70s for women to play football in Brazil. Okay. We were on we were halfway home as I said on Twitter. When we went to our first World Cup, we were halfway around third uh to home and we completed the journey and won and now somehow this is supposed to, you know, thank, you know, they won. Okay, fine. Thank you. You're we we have so much more of a commitment to women's soccer than any place else uh, because of Title IX. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's fun that it's fun that the soccer team is going to go to Washington to see the AOC and some of the other ladies. Oh and, yeah, that'll be and yeah. not see the Trump, trumpeter. So anyway, but I do you know what it, the thrill will be? The what? thrill will be someday when they lose in the second round. If you're a soccer fan, that should make you extremely happy. See an upset. Well, if they get upset, but but and the same thing holds true in soccer and hockey, because it's always Canada, U.S. Right? Yeah. Women's hockey. If you're a fan of the sport, what should thrill you is if they get if your team gets knocked off in the second <laughs> round, it, it means that the rest of the world is coming yes, around and your true. sport is becoming legitimized around the yes. world. Yes. 
Somebody, uh, I said something about this on Twitter about this attempt to, you know, we we can't stop patronizing women's athletics. We, you know, we're addicted to that. Uh, 72, 73, and really Title IX kicked in late 70s, so 40 years. Sure. 40 years, we're still, everything that they accomplish is uh, just the most wonderful thing of all time. And uh, we never take a critical view of it, except for Serena. She's about the only one that we ever took a critical view of. But anyway, hey, amazing, though. It tells you about... uh, how much we like to see the red, white, and blue win, though. Good, oh. rating, good ratings and everything, even if we are better than everybody else. Absolutely, yes. I had a guy on Twitter tell me that his his daughter plays Division Two lacrosse, and they just beat the national teams from the Netherlands and a couple of Europeans. So that's going to be our next. We're going to dominate everybody in lacrosse because Canada has been playing it for years. But, yes. Uh, so. You know what, though? We love to go to bars. Watch our country play any yes. sport. I don't care if it's men, women, children. Get drunk and mm-hmm. cheer like crazy. And think we got robbed of, uh, you know, I still got people mad for, mad at me from 1980 when, uh, you know, we beat the Russians and everybody was, you know, capitalism over communism and tear down the wall and this proves that the Soviet system doesn't work. And I'd say... Sure is I wrote. Sure is amazing what can happen when you got a hot goaltender, <laughs> you know, and, I, you know, and uh, you know. So I remember. Remember the big song was Lukenbach, Texas. I had a line in a column. Remember Lukenbach, Texas. That was before, but before okay. your time, really. But Lukenbach, Texas was the big country western had hit, you know, beyond the southern sure. hillbilly audience, and the you know the young hipsters were. And they were all wearing cowboy hats, and, and the U.S. Olympic team was wearing hot cowboy hats. And uh, okay, I do remember know, that. everybody, yeah. Yep. And the big song was "Looking Back Texas," and talking about people crying during the anthem. And I can imagine. Could you imagine the tears if they'd played "Looking Back Texas"? <laughs> oh man, they were speaking of me. bleep disturbers. Yeah, so well, yeah. no wonder you like Megan Rana. Herbie was uh, Herbie was one of my favorite guys to disturb too, because it was so easy <laughs> when he got mad. Mad. What was the one he got mad at you for? Uh, well, I think the one that he got the mad, maddest at was, uh, remember, uh, but, well, he won the uh, Olympics, and he was a national hero, and he wouldn't take a job. Yep. Um, different teams were trying to, uh, Rangers were trying to hire him, different teams around the country. And I, I once wrote, this is like a, you know, months, almost a year after... I said, nobody will give Herbie the job he wants, emperor of the world. <laughs> and he did not think that was funny. So anyway, he was, yeah, we had a, we had a, uh, I, I've always said, you know, I went into treatment in 1981, St. Mary's that, that spring. And, and Herbie called up, Herbie was fuming about that thing. And he says, I'm tired of getting libeled by that talented alcoholic. <laughs> and I said, Hey, talented. That's okay. He's <laughs> at, you know, I hope he was right on the first one. I know he was right on the last one. So anyway. <laughs> so Herbie, talented, alcohol. talented alcohol. Okay, that's a good line. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a very good line. That's right. Well, I was back then probably talented. It's, now, now we're just doing the best we can. So anyway, <laughs> but uh, I went to the uh, Nats game Sunday. Royals? Did I see that right? Royals Nats. You know, nice. And boy, those wimps don't show up. It was hot. It was like after, they do not like afternoon games in the summer in, in D.C. because it's it's a little steamy. But um, it was ninety something and humid, 
Next day is when it rained three inches in an hour. Yep. But uh, where are they? I mean, there must be season tickets because they, they announce 30 most nights, 28 to 30, and there couldn't have been 20,000 people there. How'd our so, guy Doge look? Doge homered. There was He's one actually on. played pretty well. He's been better lately. Of uh, late, right? Yeah, he, homer, he homered, uh, and it was one nothing into the that Corbin has pitched twice since his dear friend Tyler Skaggs died and hasn't allowed a run. I think he's allowed one run in the bullpen. Wow. You think you got bullpen problems here in Minnesota, oh, ladies and gentlemen? Cool. Fernando, I got to see Fernando pitch. Oh, yeah? Came in 2-0 lead. By the time the inning was over, 2-2. So we, we didn't get arrow <laughs> no. action that night. No, that day, huh? no. I don't know. if They, they might have saw an arrow. He saved one a couple of days earlier. But they've, uh, you know, they were, I think, 20 and 31. And, they're, and now they're... You know they're in the race. So Their bullpen's historically bad, correct? Oh, horrible! Yeah, six over six ERA, <laughs> over six. Doolittle's do do the, do the only one they got that's any good. But I've been that park, park three, four times. I like it. What's interesting though is Ben's Chili Dogs, famous there. Yeah, and uh, they have a, had a stand there, one of their most popular stands. But it used to have Bill Cosby was the big promoter of Ben's Chili Dogs, just just as a fan of Ben's Chili mm-hmm. Dogs. So when I was first there, like four years, five, four or five years ago, it was Bill Cosby says Ben's Chili Dogs are the greatest. Bill is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Bill is off the planet. Bill, Ben's Chili Dogs had never heard of him. Are you saying Ben's might think it's bad PR now to say <laughs> yes, yeah, the cause still loves them no, even incarcerated? The now they're saying... Boy, our chili dogs are really good. You know, everybody. You know. So anyway, chili dog on a hot summer day it seems to be to be probably uh, not the best. No, but you know, it, well, the worst is you go there and eat one, and then if you get hit, get it on your shirt in the first inning, you're kind of it didn't happen to me this time. Let's say that. So all right, I was very careful this time. So anyway, twins, what do you think? They're playing. Pretty mediocre, but maybe it's because everybody's uh, yeah, hurt a they, little bit. They're, they keep putting well, these guys on the DL for minor injuries. Pat, I think it's I think it's very simple. I think Cleveland now, since June third, is doing exactly what the Twins did in April yeah, and May, be- which beating is beating bad teams, beating yeah. up on bad teams, and doing okay against against good teams of which there aren't a lot. I think it's the formula for 2019, especially in that division, is not tough to figure out. Nope. Although the mighty whiteys are uh, they. The Twins did beat them two out of three, right? No, they lost two. They out of lost three. two out of three there. And by the way, the White Sox in 2020 are going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, if they get Kopech and uh, yeah. Rodon, they're, they're too tight. But they've got enough John guys get. coming up that they're not. They shouldn't be bad for much longer. No, that they're going to be a, a contender. But uh, here's the deal with our boys: they have had in a very high. Their hitting statistics are still distorted by those occasional. 13 run games yep. where they hit five home runs when they get into somebody's horrible bullpen. But they've had a lot of low production games, man. One, You know, they score one in the first and don't score for 15 innings. And, mm-hmm. you know, same thing the other night. They lose that game 4-1. to one. And, you know, Mejia, I mean, is it over yet? But, I mean, what what are they waiting for him for? But still, it's the 11th inning. You haven't scored since the second, right? right. So they've, they've had, I don't know. Here's the deal. Here's what I always remember. I, I, it's a little less this way now because teams tank. Yep. In baseball, they never used to tank. There was nothing to tank for. Like Calvin, 
didn't want to tank because he didn't want to have the first overall draft choice because there was no limit as to what you could spend, and he didn't want to have to pay him, right? Right. But 1980, Gene Mock quits. They're so bad, he quits in August, I think August 24th. And Johnny Gorl, who is one of the quietest guys that ever lived, becomes a manager, third base coach, interim for the rest of the year. September of that year, they were terrible. They won 12 in a row. So this whole thing of looking at the schedule and saying, yeah, they closed with Kansas City and Detroit, is, okay, that's fine. But if you're playing rotten, you can lose to anybody. Absolutely. you got to play good. You know, I mean, you don't have to play great, but, you know, you certainly don't have – you have to play great to beat the Yankees. you got to play okay to uh, beat Detroit and uh, Kansas City. There's no absolutes for sure. And this team is – there are teams that bad teams can't beat. Yankees, Dodgers, you know, bad teams are going to – if they play them uh, seven times in the season, they're going to lose six. But the Twins are not – the Twins are a team that is uh, in a situation where they can lose to anybody. I think. I don't think this is this has a, been a surprisingly good team, but I just don't see that they're not a powerhouse team, mm-hmm. despite the record. This is not a powerhouse team, and uh, I think Houston's probably a powerhouse team because they're starting pitching in their lineup when they're healthy, and the Dodgers and the Yankees. But uh, the Twins are. Having an amazing year still, but they're not a powerhouse team, I don't think, no matter what the home run stats tell you. At, at the end of June, didn't Cleveland lose back-to-back games in Baltimore by like a combined 28 to nothing? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they, there's nothing they, that's a given here. Well, June 4th had started this run of theirs. Yes. But they got beat 13 to nothing and 13 to – They gave, up, they gave right. up 26 runs to Baltimore, and I don't think they scored. They didn't. Yeah, twice in a row. It's the damnedest thing because yeah. their streak since June 4th is incredible, but then you get to these two games where they got drilled by the Orioles who are actively, like you said, trying to tank. The one team I don't think they can uh, lose to, though, right, is the is Guardies fighting Tigers. Ooh. Oh, They got some props, yeah. 5-20 and 20 in June. I don't know what they are this month, but, but he's got— They should got fire Matt- him for his own sake. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm— They got Matthew Boyd and, uh, you know, and nobody— their their pitching is just an absolute joke. They got to move their there's that that closer's got to get moved, right? Green. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's going got, to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got. He's he going to get moved. I think Giles in Toronto is going to get moved. You know what? My guy Jake Dykeman, Dykeman, whatever his name is, the lefty. Yep. We can have him right now because I saw him puked the game away against uh, for Kansas City against Washington. He came in after they tied it and immediately gave up three runs. So I kind of like him. He's a lefty and yeah. throws fairly hard. But uh, boy, did uh, did our guy uh, Rocco want uh, want that game the other night when he let Rogers pitch two and a third? Huh? Mm-hmm. He's going to say, "Okay, we're going to win this one." And that then, was Saturday, right? Yeah, we're going to win this. And one. Then we Sunday, got a chance yeah. to win this one. He did, let's, yeah. let's win this one, and then if we get beat tomorrow, that's okay. But you, beyond. Rogers out there, Pat. There's not a lot that you can completely trust. No, but that's the, that's but, the issue but big numbers. I mean, they're not. They're, the bullpen has not been terrible the last. It, month ha- or it so. hasn't been. But watching when you watch the games, Duffy, 
With Duffy, I never know what you're you going to get. I thought he was throwing the ball pretty good in the last time out. Last couple of times out, he's been terrible again. That's what I'm saying. You know who is second most trusted? Well, Trevor May probably, who's been good and lately and last month. But Ryan Harper yep. goes in and slops that curveball up there, and he's, he's like their third guy. It is interesting when you hear, ah, there's so much velocity in the bullpen. Not here. Trevor <laughs> May. Trevor May throws hard. You know, I don't know. What you, why are they still messing around with Mejia? Well, they, he's left-handed. Yeah, and they just brought him. I, I think I, I'm hoping that this is it now. Uh-huh. But they brought him back this one time. They, they, they've seen enough. There's nothing there. But yes, it, it's it, if he threw right-handed, this wouldn't be going on. <laughs> he wouldn't have been brought back. It is interesting though. The, uh, the uh, they were eleven and a half ahead, and now they're five and a half ahead, and the the fans. You know, I've been making the point that in fact, in early June, when somebody says they got to start getting their bullpen ready for the playoffs, and I said on the Twitter, let's when the lead's four and a half at the All Star game, maybe we can stop worrying about the playoffs and start worrying about uh, you know the season. Yeah, yeah, the season. Uh, Maybe the concerns are the same, but uh, you know they they haven't played. Wins and losses are about five hundred, right? Yeah, since, they have not played early t- June. Cleveland's but, been great, but I just don't think they've played well. I don't. You think the fielding has not been as good? They've had many more uh, weak hitting games. You know, low production hitting but games. The, a lot of guys have cooled off, and they've had some injuries. But the difference is too they they were never as good as they oh, played well, in, nobody, in April and May. Nobody in the history they of baseball. And, they were what forty and eighteen. Yes. On and June scoring 4th. six and a half runs. Yeah, a game. so that so nobody so, in baseball's ever been that good. This is so. them. Yes, yeah, that's right. This Odorizzi was pitching. You know, Martin Perez. That's not them. Uh, I, I said this last week. I think that the one thing they got to feel better about is Pineda. You know, he's been better lately. Yes, because I didn't know Petrillo if he could make. It. I didn't even. I didn't know if he could make the finish line. Some guys, you got to say, well, he's a big guy. He gets, you know, the heat. He'll get loose and. Yeah, I don't know if we want heat with. I don't think we want heat with Michael. We want Michael pitching about forty degrees so he can stay, <laughs> so he can breathe. Right, man, he's huge. Oh God, he is enormous. Biggest man in baseball. There's no doubt. He makes about an it. old look small. That's that is true. So uh, I was looking the other day. I was just looking at stuff on the phone. I looked at this Timberwolves roster. They're the last. They're the worst team in the league. They're they're twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. This is awful. What did Danny Danny Cunningham, who's at the uh, who was in Vegas at the summer deal, sent me a text last night that I think said twenty eight wins. I said, really that bad? He said, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you look at it right now. If they don't do something, they're uh, it's it's horrible. I did. I didn't. I I forgot when you took out those pieces that didn't seem. Yep. You know, Gibson and, okay, Derrick Rose, and you took out all those pieces. But now you look at what's left. Now, we're all worried about Cat pouting. Well, Cat can't pout the first year of his uh, deal. But do you know that Russell Westbrook, everybody wants Russell. Yeah. He'd be fun. He's 31 years old. I don't want him. He's had a lot of injuries, and he's making $38 million. He's the highest paid player in yeah. the NBA. And the last year that His kind, last you know, year is 47, right? I'm 47? But that place is going to be empty. Well, then they should reduce the ticket prices, like you said, from a few years ago when they yeah, decided to raise back. them because they thought they'd be great. Two years ago, I, I don't want I don't want Westbrook though. I don't mm-hmm. want to go through that. It's not 
to me, it's not going to answer anything. No, except sell some tickets. Sure. And get some people excited. But here's the problem. What is Oklahoma City doing, by the way? They traded another number one for another number one draft. What do you want 12 of them for? They got like 13 draft picks in the first round in the next five years or something, four years like that. Uh, but this league is, I don't know. It's, uh, it's you know, I mean, the NBA couldn't ask for anything more yes. than having LeBron and Anthony playing Kawhi and Paul George yep. in the same building. But how awful is it for the league that what happened to tampering? Of, they of don't care. Kawhi, a, a player calling up. But players, I'm told players, players can tamper. So he can he can go to his buddy and say force a trade, but they can't. But the Clippers well, can't call him. I gotta think Paul that George the, is the NBA, you know, because the NBA made this super max deal, right, to try to yes. keep players at their, you know, keep players with the team. They're gonna have to address it in the next negotiations. That players, I don't know how you police tampering, but when it's as public as, I mean, every Kawhi Leonard story is, Kawhi arranged this trade. You know, is that good? If you're a Timberwolves fan, though, this the Paul George thing should scare the hell out of you, given how quickly it happened and given the control the players have. Paul George was starting that contract. Yeah. This was not a, oh, my God, no. we have to trade him. He's at the end, end of his contract. This, this, well, what would it be? this he, could he be would, He would have showed up and played. He would have showed up and played. Yeah, but my point is that they, they were subservient to him then and said, we'll trade you. Yeah, I and mean, did it, and nobody saw it coming. It's a team, you know. If Cat comes to the Timberwolves and says, "I want to get traded," you got to tell him to go bleep himself, get out there and play. But they don't do that in this league. That's now, my point. Well, you're going to have to start. Somebody's going to have to. Can you start. imagine in football? Yeah, they trade you to the uh, Bills. Yeah, that's they'd true. say, "Okay, Paul George, you want <laughs> yes. out? You can go play for the Buffalo Braves." We don't give up, or bleep. they'd uh, they'd put you on some suspended list, and nobody'd touch you. You know, nobody'd be able to. Negotiate with you or anything, but it's uh, it the NBA only league in history more interesting in the off season than the in season. It's not even close now. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not even no. remotely close. What is what month is the NBA at its most popular? What thirty day period? June twentieth to July twentieth. Yep. You know, it's a, absolutely right. until training camp opens. It's. You know, this used to be the window where baseball had about six weeks. Now the NBA owns it. The NBA owns Does it. Does baseball own any part of the spring or summer at this point? No. I think if they get the Cubs or the Red Sox in the World Series, they might own a, the, the weekdays. A sliver of the October. Weekday, they might own the weekdays, right? Maybe, but yeah. No, no, they don't. But it's they, remarkable how yeah, they are. Well, it's a regional sport. Yeah. I always said it's a, it's a you know, last... 20 years almost, baseball popularity is regional. But they've been yeah. blasted off the damn mat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, it's not, uh, you know, the NBA. I had a, a, a kid that was at the wedding from the Twin Cities here, and he was asking me about that. He said, oh, I can't stand watching the NBA. What's the deal? He said, right now. It said, it's, it's, it's society. It's the Kardashians. It's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it is. I, you know, mm-hmm. they're dying. They're, they're not the wife tells me the Kardashians aren't getting the ratings they used to get, but they're the Kardashians. The NBA is the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And that's that's as deep into sports as a lot of youth want to go, right? 
Yes. Name. Well, they, right. Well, and and the kids now love to focus on the players only. They don't care about the teams. You know. You know what the NBA could learn from baseball? Not giving the huge contracts to the thirty-two-year-olds. Yeah. You know that's what baseball is. You know, I mean, that's the other thing. Is you know, how can you give these contracts? You know, give a guy all he wants for three years, but don't give him money till he's thirty-eight years old. This. This Al Horford contract's the dumbest contract you ever saw. Four years, what, 100? Yep. Yeah. He's 37. It's, it's pool holes like. He's in, 37. In, in what you're tying yourself but up with. But pool holes was, yeah, as far as long But, term. yeah, but the, but, but the term of that for baseball is. Yeah, but they ridiculous. don't do that anymore. They're, they're, no. Baseball's gotten oh, these smart. These guys don't do anything No, now. they've gotten smart, and the, the players are wanting to. They're going to, you know, that's what Tony Clark keeps saying. Well, something's got to be done about this. What can you do? You can't demand that they give your 30. You can't demand that the Twins give Brian Dozier $80 million, right? I think the solution for Tony Clark will be Tony Clark no longer being in charge that's of the true. union, unfortunately, for Tony Clark. Fear will name somebody that's, but, yes. you know, I don't know. They, I, can you walk away from that? Can you walk away from Can anybody walk away from the money anymore? NBA, the only guys with any incentive, the only players with any incentive to strike are the NFL guys. They're the only ones getting. But they, but they will. They're the never, only ones getting hosed, and they they should, but they won't. No, they, because if I'm the 36 guy in the roster, guess what? I can't afford to do not get my paycheck. That's right. So baseball might be the one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, review of the golf tournament. I, I, you know, I was uh, only out there before it started, but watching, I watched good bits and pieces on TV, and I watched. Thursday, and they were showing the holes like 10, 11, and 12 a lot. For some reason, the players they were showing. And you got those back of the houses in the back, and no people. there's no people that go all the way down to that end of the course, so it looks like there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. The holes are boring as hell. And you're watching it, and you're saying, boy, this is a bad, bad uh, picture of this tournament because it doesn't look like there's any people here. And you know, they'd had the rain delay, so I suppose a lot of people had left too. And you, you got these boring holes that are kind of stuck out. The greens are stuck out in the middle of nowhere. But then I watched it again uh, some Saturday afternoon, and, I'll, and and quite a bit Sunday after I got back from the baseball game. And I it was better. It was good and a great finish. And this kid that won it could be, you know, you could look back ten years ago now and say, hey. Matthew Wolf won the first, you know, so a great finish, and that hole worked out, and I give a lot of credit to Tom Lehman. He didn't have uh, millions to work with or much time, and he at least made it so it wasn't a complete joke. If if they hadn't toughened it up to some degree, the winner would have been 40 under. They would have shot. Yeah. Him. I mean, as it well, was, the went. as it was, they had a bunch of 62 or a few 62s, but at least there was the – I said the trouble with it previously when the seniors was there was nobody could get in any trouble. Nobody was ever – you know, part of golf is escaping from near calamity or having near calamity. And there was some of that in the, with the redesign that they did. And supposedly you're going to do a lot more and make it, uh, you know, make it a little tougher, make it look a little better, a little more dramatic. One of my problems with that golf course is – the. They don't have a lot of interesting putts, but they did on 18. They, you know, yesterday, obviously, that kid made a 28-footer from the fringe to win it. But, yeah, it worked out good. And it looked like there were 
people there, huh? Uh, over the weekend, I didn't go, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked, like the crowds, crowds were, were crowds were decent. Hollis was. Uh, I think we gave Hollis so much abuse about his attendance and announcements in the old days with the senior with the seniors that he wouldn't tell us what the crowd was because he figured we we all would divide it by three like we used to. I, I think that was your abuse more than anyone. Well, no, I mean one. I remember like the third or fourth year of that the Sherwood Lounge, which ended up having a fire up and uh, was Hollis's joint. It's up there on Central Avenue, right up on the other side of six ninety four. Great, great place. Yeah, Hollis used to have a Hollis used to have a lunch out there in the January or so, and just everybody out and you know have the guys who like to drink, bunch of writers and various guys. You get twenty people out there. So I remember I walked in and there was by the time I got there there were six seven guys. <laughs> So what do you think we got here? Thirty-five, forty, Hollis. <laughs> you, how many, how many people do you think we got here? But he's a promoter, I'll tell you that. He, uh, they, they considering they only had six of the top thirty. They came out pretty good. I, I thought. Yeah, and Phil he, was out after Phil to make the cut. Yeah, right? Phil shot seventy-four the first day and then warmed up the jet because he, you know, he shoots seventy-four. I think the cut was three under. So he would yeah, chip at the column. The three guys were some, a, a guy. Yeah, well, that one guy saved their. I think Hollis ran up and gave him five hundred dollars. Don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. With, with the names that would have gone home. Make a triple bogey here, will yeah. you, son? And we we'll give you a lifetime exemption to get into. I'm going to make tournament. this easy for you. Blow the hole. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Jason Day and Kepka would have both gone home. Now next year they're moving to the week after the British Open later in July, and. They also have the Olympics before that, so I mean uh, after that. So I, you know, they're gonna, oh, so it's, it's not it's, it's changing be, dates. Yeah, apparently their end of July is going to be their permanent date. Now, one good thing about that is it gets you closer to the FedEx Cup sure. cutoff, but uh, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, next year. Next year is going to be tough, I would think, to get players because you got the British Open, so they'll have to come back from the British Open. Yep. And then some of them will be going to the Olympics. So oh, a, I forgot, a couple of weeks. I forgot that. about Olympic golf. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, I really. Uh, I, I'm very that. excited though for the uh, not these Olympics, but the next one, 2024. I hope I'm still around because their breakdancing appears is, is going to be a medal sport. Nothing like breakdancing. Breakdancing. I didn't even know we still break dance. I just wish we'd get rid of the Olympics entirely. You know, I was at a wedding. Be and, done with it. I was at a wedding and it was a Jewish wedding. You know, the my. Uh, my niece's uh, father's Stephen Leach, and, and it was, you know what they should have? In the that dancing, if you're going to have dancing, the one when they got the when they got the parents up on the chairs, that should, that could be a goal. Now that's, you know what you that, suggested? Yeah, that's up on the chair. You know the Juan Antonio, you know, that, that, whoever's in charge that, now hears this. Whatever that we great Jewish song is, yeah. have a like a team competition. Uh, you know you got what? Like twenty people on each team, and uh, you know what can we do? What tricks can we do? And we got the people up on the chairs. You know, this would be a plausible Olympic sport right now. I'm glad I'm. I'm glad I'm not Jewish, man. I'd hate to have some people try to haul my fat ass up on one of those chairs. They'd, they'd squish five people to death. But they had kind of a, you know, they were bouncing them around on the chairs, and they had kind of a low-hanging roof on one. There was, it, was, it had a ceiling like this. Uh-oh. And Steve, the father of the groom, is about six foot four. And I, 
all of a sudden he ducking. I said, uh, you know, we we almost, you know, I would say the announcement would be, uh, the uh, the father of the uh, bride has been taken to the hospital with a broken neck, but we're going to keep dancing here. What the or hell? concussion? <laughs> yeah, right. Concussion problem? Yeah, that's right. Concerned right. about that'd be, that? That'd be more fun than breakdancing, though. You know, with the cheers <laughs> there. So, do you have a uh, unchained or a positive pat before we uh, wrap it up? I what is my positive? Uh, you know, I guess the. Uh, my unchained would be, but it's a very modest unchained. Is don't look at the schedule for the twins and think you know what's going to happen because it's down to five and a half. Don't say, "Well, you know, it's baseball. You're going to go out there and you're going to play, and you're not the the greatest team ever." So don't count on that last two weeks against the Tigers and the Royals, no matter what happens. And don't badmouth what Cleveland has done because they've had an easy schedule, because the Twins had the same easy schedule, and this is where the two teams belong. So stop looking at baseball like you're sure what's good. This isn't the NBA. This isn't, you know, okay, right. Golden State's going to win unless somebody gets hurt, which happened. Right. But, uh, you know, so just don't make any assumptions enjoy the fact your late summer is still worth watching for the first time and i mean I even in 17 they just kind of sneaked up on us no, and made it way more fun. yeah so five and a half that, to me is great that would be my that would be my uh, uh suggestion is just don't look at the schedule and say oh God, we get they have to go play there no no, that is. They, by the way, they they lost twice to Baltimore, but they also beat the Yankees and the uh, Red Sox two out of three. So, mm-hmm. so five anyway. and a half to me is ideal. I love this. Yeah, it is. It'll be fun. And and as uh, actually, I talked to Buster for the uh, pod uh, baseball podcast, which will be abbreviated tonight, but you'll be able to hear the whole thing uh, later. Uh, and Buster basically said that, uh, uh, you know, that he still thinks Cleveland's. My trade hand and Bauer because they don't think they can win. You know, even if they make the playoffs, they don't think they can win. Win it, which is all new bad attitude for baseball. I saw a story in the Post today saying that the Bauer trade with the Yankees, they might try and do what uh, the Rays did with Archer, where they got two young players that could help them immediately, and that that Austin Meadows kid is good. He, he's in the All Star. Oh, he's game. fantastic. And then the pitcher that they got has been fantastic as well. So that if they do try and make a trade, they might try and capitalize and get a couple guys that can help them and still trade Bauer, who I think they just perceive as a pain in the ass. Yeah. I don't think so. No? I think they think he's a goofball. but he Not a pain in the ass? Pitches. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, he's a good pitcher. Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, there's an emergency uh, unchained. Uh, and we'll, uh, Glad next, you're back. Next week, we'll be a little more riled up about something. <laughs> This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 